Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 36th episode of the Meeple Dungeon Podcast. As always, I'm Rob. And I'm Anna Marie, and this episode is sponsored by Meeples and Milkshakes. Visit them in-store at 130 Westminster Avenue West, Penticton, BC, or online at meeples.ca. This is a particularly special episode, isn't it, Anna Marie? It is. One thing is that it's been, about, one. it's been about two weeks since we recorded last, and that's because I sound like death. And I and this is a good day. This is a good day. Yeah, this so, is the best day in like the past what two and a half weeks. <laughs> yes. So we decided to just go for it because yes. we were prolonging. It's it's going too long. Yes. With in between episodes because we're trying to do the week by week thing, and you know, yeah, two weeks is too much. But yes. Not only are we getting back into the swing of things, but we have a couple exciting things to talk about in this episode. Um, What's the first big, interesting, exciting thing about this episode? The first big, interesting thing about this episode is we have our first guest. We do. And who is that? That is Ryan from Mr. Rouse Gaming Rants and Reviews. Ryan, welcome to the show. Thank you, folks. Oh, I'm kind of. And I'm I'm happy to be here, but I'm also insulted. You call me a big <laughs> thing. That, <laughs> but that's okay. I, I I had my fair share of cheese coming in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But thank you very much for having me on uh, on the show. I've been kind of itching because like, yeah. oh, man, they sound they're so natural in their conversations. <laughs> I'm like, anybody could just feel this just come and fit right in. Yeah, totally. <laughs> And it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's great to have you here. You are the very first official guest on this show and yeah, we couldn't be more happy to have you here. So I'll wear the badge with honor. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. (laughs) So why don't you tell everyone about what you do, what you're up to, you know, their whole meal deal, the whole meal deal. Okay. The elevator pitch. Yes. So what I am. So folks, if you don't know who I am, I'm Ryan um, from Mr. Al's Gaming Rants and Reviews. I believe I've been name dropped a few times, sprinkled here and there on the yep. Engine podcast. <laughs> I've mentioned a few times. And I have a YouTube channel called Mr. Rouse Gaming Rants and Reviews. The Mr. Rouse is kind of like a weird thing. It's kind of like my old gangster teacher name type. Of thing. <laughs> I, I, got it. It from, I got it from some students and whatnot. And I don't know. I just decided one day I was like, you know what? I like to complain about things every now and then I, want, I like yep. to go on some yep. rants. As do we <laughs> all the, the old Peter Griffin, what grinds my gears. That's yep. right. That's right. <laughs> so uh, I, I recorded a couple and they kind of took off a little bit. I always liked doing reviews. So I do some reviews every now and then. And Absolutely. yeah, so I'm fast approaching. I'm, official as of today 95 subscribers yes. i couldn't imagine congratulations excellent i couldn't it's imagine such a short amount of time right it's only been about two months just over two months now yeah. that's awesome and yeah but i'm not new to the content creation no. i used to be no. on the cardboard <laughs> conjecture podcast with norm and we've been on the cardboard conjecture podcast I'm kind of getting back into the swing of things yep uh, again there and yeah I don't know what else to say. That's good. That's go, good. Go that's check good. me out on YouTube if you want to subscribe. Cool. If you don't want to subscribe, that's even cool too. <laughs> I don't know why. It's fine. I'm like, rambling now. <laughs> no, it's great. Like, and uh, it's it's very fitting that you're on this show because um, since we started doing our podcast, you know, during the pandemic and all this stuff, um, you are one of the people that we've done the most with, you know, being stuck in our houses and, um 
of all the people that we've come to meet uh, in in the hobby, uh, we seem to have crossed paths with you the most, um, or you know, some mostly, you know, like maybe yeah. not the most, but we've certainly done a lot with you, you know. So it just made kind of sense uh, to have you on here, and you know, we've done all the way back with me guesting on uh, the Cardboard Conjecture podcast with you, right, uh, and and Norm and Ian at the time, and then. Uh, with this whole pandemic thing, uh, us playing cards on, on Wednesdays. Yeah. For, um, with me jealously watching from the sidelines. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> playing s- several different card games like Ashes Reborn and um, what's the other one here? Uh, Flesh and Blood. Flesh and Blood. Yeah. And, you know, and, you know, it kind of, yeah, we'd see you pretty regularly, you know, and then uh, the whole what you've been playing Wednesdays thing with Cardboard Conjecture. And then also, as another kind of <laughs> guest host with Dyson Dragons YouTube channel, the Kickstarter Excessor Value show. So we're constantly, almost, you know, weekly seeing each other. Right. And it's it, like yeah. a daily chat in the Twitter yeah. app that's like seeing each other. Going. And that's the thing. That's the cool <laughs> thing, too, is that we've never actually met in person, which yeah. is really hilarious. No. Because um, I feel we know you very well, <laughs> um, especially over the last year or so, for sure. And yeah, it's just great. Just super happy to have you here and um, excited to do this show with our first guest. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Great. Yeah. Those are some of my best, like I recorded an episode and those were some of my best gaming memories too, were just like the Wednesday cards on stream and the, mm-hmm. um, e- the meme battles that we would have on Twitter. <laughs> yes. were like, they, were, they were epic. Yeah. <laughs> People that, seem so. to enjoy those. Eh? Yeah, it was good. <laughs> Really which, which, which if you don't follow us on Twitter, uh, follow Meeple Dungeon and Mr. Al Gaming on Twitter Definitely. for some like entertaining meme <laughs> battles every now and then. <laughs> exactly. Yes. But yeah, no, we're super stoked to have you here. Um, and we're going to go through doing our whole show and you're just going to be included in the whole thing here. So we do generally do two or three different segments and we're going to kick off this show the way we kick off most of our shows. Except... So we have one other oh, right, reason other news. why ahead. this is special, a special episode. Hmm. So we have reached our 1,000th download. Yes. And congratulations. Yeah. As of this show, it was like 1,010. Something like that. Yeah. And yeah, so we're really excited. We've been, uh, I mean, it's our, you know, we're still in our first year doing this. And yeah, uh, yeah it's just been excited. And really not and, knowing what we're doing. Yeah. You know, just kind of flying by the seat of our pants here, putting this together. And it seems like a, a nice milestone to hit. So it's great. Yeah. yeah. It's a good feeling. Pretty excited oh, about that. that yeah. That, that, that's fantastic. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm going to pump up this show more. And like I, sh- I share every time you folks uh, <laughs> release an episode, I make sure to share. You got to have to listen to these folks because they're it's the most genuine conversation in audio <laughs> podcast form that you're ever going to get. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, we Ryan. Appreciate that. We do try to keep it really natural and very, uh, very loosey goose. Not no, no real structure other than, I guess, the segments or in yeah. the structure. But, but during that segment is very much just casual conversation. So that's what we're going very, for. It's very relatable. It's very <laughs> relatable content. Yeah, that's great. That's good to hear. Yeah. Appreciate that. But that being said, let's, uh, yeah, let's uh, kick it off. Down to brass tacks. That's yeah. right. Let's talk about some <laughs> new games we've added to the collection. Ryan, you're the guest. So why don't you go Ooh. ahead and, and tell us about something that you've added to the collection recently? Sure. Um, I'm going to try. I don't think I talked about these ones when we were on Cardboard Conjecture. So I'm... <laughs> 
I'm pretty sure you're like brand brand new. <laughs> it's funny, um, right? Like trying to juggle all these different things that we're involved in, right? I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to spread it out across yeah. shows type thing. Um, uh, people may not know that uh, my wife and I are the primary gamers. Uh, she's the only one that I primarily game with. So we really enjoy two player games, and the I have quite the collection of two player only games Excellent. like i know you guys did your um uh podcast <laughs> about two-player games that you've played that don't play just two-player right yes. yes. we play lots of just two-player games and so <laughs> i added a couple more to our collection over the last little bit and the first one is land versus sea by good games publishing all right nice. coming out. and so this was one that i have seen a lot of pictures of over across social media and it came into stock really, really quickly and then went out of stock really, really <laughs> because a lot of people were saying a lot of positive things about it. And then there was a very small print run and you couldn't find it. And then right. just recently, a new print run has just re uh, reached retailers. So I managed to grab myself a copy because I'm like, wow, okay, it's a two player game and yeah. it's flying off the shelves. I need to check it out. And so what it is, it's, it's, a, it's a tile laying game where one person is playing as land and the other person playing as C figure right yep and then so all these hexagon tiles have land and sea segments varying degrees of surface area covered and all you're doing is you're laying down these tiles and you if you're land you're trying to make big land segments and trying to actually finish in and close them off but at the same time, the C player is also playing hexagon tiles, trying to expand the C segments and oh, make neat. and make Interesting. segments that are yeah. big, large, and whatnot. And also trying to limit the land player or vice versa at the same time is what I've gathered. Yeah. And then there's bonus points because the C has like coral reefs and like pirate ships on them. And then if those are a part of an enclosed area, they get you bonus points and then the land segments have like mountain ranges and animals on them. And if you can enclose those, those get you bonus points and everything. It seems like a really straightforward, fun tile placement game that, you know, is that got that tug of war to it, where it's like, hey, I'm trying to limit the person from doing their job, but I'm also trying to maximize my job right. um, at the same time. So we're really excited. We're probably going to get, but get uh, that one going out probably mm, this weekend, maybe. Uh, so... Yeah, look forward to having some pictures of that on up on social medias. And yeah, we're really looking forward to this one. It sounds awesome. awesome. I, I haven't seen a lot about it. So you've you've described a lot more about it than I was aware of. So oh, I've so, seen oh, the, yeah, the box yeah, there. Yeah. I've seen the box, but I've just I haven't okay, looked into it. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And it does advertise that it's two to four players. So yeah. there is a three player mode, which introduces a third thing person that's the cartographer i guess what they call it and so he's got his own goals mm. that he's that they're trying to do while they land and see are trying to okay. make know. and then there's a four player mode which is you play in teams and i don't know how that's going to work so i don't yeah. think we'll ever play that version sometimes yeah. they try to finagle that in there and it's like well this is maybe think, just a two-player game yeah that, that, <laughs> it always seems game. it always seems like it's designed as a two-player game but they they throw that on the box and be like, well, you can play in teams, right? Like yeah, yeah. to try and broaden their, you know, broaden their, the audience. Yeah. The audience. Yeah. yeah. So 
But I think ultimately we all kind of know that that's probably a two player game. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's literally labeled as land versus <laughs> player yeah. one versus player two. It's literally labeled as that game. Yeah. Don't, don't try to fluff around it. Right. Right. Exactly. Well, that sounds great. That's cool. I'm, I'm going to look for that one now. But um, to save my voice, Anna Marie, yeah. uh, what have you got that's new? So I have fjords and this is designed by franz benno delange and illustrated by beth sobel and published by grail games yes fjords Fjords. yeah this this one caught my eye a long time ago yeah i'm glad uh, i'm glad you pre-ordered that one yeah and this is a two to four player um 30 to 45 minutes so it plays i think fairly quickly and it's got uh, like eight plus so it'll be good for the kids to, to get in on. So I'll read the little description just because it's not very big. <laughs> and it'll give you a good idea. So again, it's also a tile-laying game. So it's a tile-laying and area-claiming game. Um, during the first half of the game, players will explore the land by adding tiles to the play area and placing their longhouses upon them. Then the game shifts and players will spread out from their longhouses using their Vikings to claim the land and then claim the most to win. And it says the game also includes nine variants to help make each game feel different. Um, And the variants are designed by Phil Walker Harding, which is awesome. So yeah. So I find it interesting that the, uh, the variants were designed by somebody aside from the designer. Um, So I thought that was cool. But um, one, just who doesn't like saying fjords? <laughs> I challenge you if you don't like it. saying that. Yeah. I, I, I almost want to just say liar because <laughs> fjords, just the way it's spelt and the way you say it. I love that word. Um, just a fun, uh, fun theme, I think. And looks like great components. Haven't opened yeah. it yet. It is new to the collection. It's got, yeah, great little um, long houses and ships and meeples. And yeah, it looks awesome. And this is uh, a reprint of yes, an older. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they adjusted a couple things for yes, this reprint. I think reprint. it's been reworked slightly, yes. but I mean, to generally speaking, things. I think it's the same game. But yeah, it looks great. Yeah, it's saying um, Grail Games. Then on the back, it's got Madigal Games as well. Right. So that might have been maybe the original. I don't know. But yeah, the, the original was uh, um, a real grande. Uh, oh, production. okay. That's right. That's right. And it was it was very big in uh, Europe. Um, yeah. at, the, yes. uh, at the time so i can i'm i'm anticipating really enjoying this one but that is yeah yours you need to see how many times was, i can say it <laughs> this was a kickstarter project quite a quite a while ago it so was there was, like a, there was a kickstarter i believe a deluxe edition that was out there too that i think was a little bit more is, is that the kickstarter version it is we actually we pre-ordered the um the retail version and then something happened with it when it was coming in and they they couldn't end up getting the retail version and so they said oh we just have the kickstarter i was like i'll upgrade that that's fine <laughs> it twisted my rubber arm <laughs> so, right on. so maybe that's i don't know why the meeples look really cool but anyways <laughs> it still looks like an awesome game and i'm i'm excited for it yeah, this is one I don't know why I ended up passing on this one uh, when it was in Kickstarter because this has everything that I enjoy <laughs> in a game. And now that I realize that Phil Walker Harding actually is part of the design in these yeah. um, variants and different modes. Yeah. Man, yeah. I might have to actually just go find a retail <laughs> of this one because 
it just sounds so so cool. It kind of sounds like my land versus sea, but with a, like a little bit more on it with yeah, like yeah. out and claiming the lands around. Yeah, definitely I, similar. It sounds similar. And it's uh, artwork uh, also by Beth Sobel. That's a that's a, always a plus as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at the front of the box cover here. Mm, this looks delicious. Right? Looks just looks fantastic. Mm. Excited to play it. So just um just throwing it out there at meeples.ca, they do have the Fjords Yarl edition from Kickstarter. There you go. On there. So it is available. Just saying. I have not <laughs> ordered, I have not ordered from them yet. I have to try this out. They're fantastic at some point in time because they do update their site quite oh, regularly. Constantly. They do, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, almost yeah. become a bad. I've had to like stop myself because it's almost like daily. I'll look in the morning. Oh, nothing yet. I'll look in the evening. It's like, stop, Emory, <laughs> stop. <laughs> okay, so we are some of the same people because yes. um, I do the exact same thing with amazing stories and Dragon's Den games here. Yeah. In I check their websites at least three times a day. Yeah. Yeah. They've added any new stock to the, <laughs> to the thing, even though I had even though I do know that all their stock comes in on like Thursdays, Fridays, I'm still checking on Mondays. Just in case. <laughs> Just in you case. never know. That you odd. Never know. You never know. <laughs> but no, that sounds good. That sounds real good. I have one here. Um, so bear with my horrible voice here, but this one I, I pre-ordered. It sounded amazing. Um, and it's called Scope Stalingrad. And this comes from Draco Ideas. And this is a card game that is uh, simulating a battle between two snipers during World War II. Ooh, and it's very, not, very, very interesting. So, not up your alley at all. Oh, I know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so the way this game works, as I understand, we haven't played it yet, but there are each each player has a deck of cards and that deck of cards gets shuffled and laid out into kind of like a battleground, kind of like... Um, in a what's it a five by three grid onto the board so i have my five by three and you have your five by three uh, on the other side and what's going to happen is players are going to go back and forth trying to find and kill the opposing sniper so one of the cards in this grid is the sniper my sniper on my side yours on your side but there's also decoys and there's oh, also uh, various other things that go on here and on your turn you can do kind of like one of two things you can either um shift your cards around or try to uh find the other side's sniper so it's constantly you're trying to decide whether you want to try to maneuver your sniper and move him out of the way and try and hide his location or uh try to take a, a shot at where you think their sniper is and it's very cool if you say, I want uh, to shoot at this card here in, in your grid. They have to flip it over. And if it was the sniper, great. You shoot him and well, that's it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> if it's not, um, it could be a decoy. It could be this, it could be that. And what happens is you give away your location when you take the shot. So what you have to do is put down a kind of a, a, a bang kind of card over top of uh the four cards that one of the four cards is your sniper and you have to put it on top of the four and then so now the other side knows that he's in that location and that it's one of those four cards is what they're aiming at so that on my next turn i'm probably gonna have to do a movement where i can take any four cards out of my grid shuffle them up 
and move them around to any position I'd like. So I can slowly start to move my sniper away from oh, interesting. Where, the, where they were originally. And it just, it seems like ultra thematic for a card game uh, yeah. to, to have this kind of hide and seek uh, cat and mouse, get, you know, style thing going on. And it just, I, I love the sound of it and I can't wait to play it. Wow. Where did you hear about this one? This was pre-ordered on meeples.ca. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Right on. Right that on. That is literally, that's where I found it. That's where I first saw it and it was sitting there and it was, it was really cheap. It's like a, a 20 something buck game, I think. Oh, yeah. and, get up, get up to free shipping game. Got it. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> my goodness. Does it sound thematic though? Right? Like it yeah. sounds super, super cool about trying to hide your sniper in this, in these, this grid of cards while trying to take out the other one. And if you take a shot, you give away your position and you have to roughly. Move. Right. Yeah. So you got to start that, moving them out. It just sounds awesome. That just totally makes me think of all those, all the shows that you watch too. It's like they, oh, yeah. they snipe and they get away with it. Oh, then they pack up their gun real quick and right. have to move away and run around. Cool. <clears throat> what was this one called again? Something Stalingrad. Scope Stalingrad. Scope. It's in this little red, little red. That's a small box. box. I like those. I love games that are um, like big games and small boxes. Yeah. They're just. They're such it just wonderful sounds, surprises. Yeah. So I sounds phenomenal. That right? sounds really good. Like what a cool idea. What a cool concept. And that when you take your shot, you give away your position. So you better be, you know, Darn really sure you know. hoping like, that you where know where you're going. shooting, right? So that you're trying to take him out before you give away your own position. Right, right. Look at this right? thing. I'm I just pulled up the pictures. This thing looks cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> For Very minimal components, just the card games. Right. Yeah. And it's again, it's it's a two player game, but it does advertise two to four, and we everybody knows that this is a one on one game. Oh yeah, it's ten to fifteen. <laughs> You're minutes. not gonna have to four snipers against each other. Well, yeah, I, I don't know, but it's and they, apparently this is the second edition. So oh wow, yeah, I don't know. Cool. And it's yeah, ten to fifteen minutes, and yeah, I mean, this is the kind of game you can sit there and play three, four games in a row, right? Yeah, just for fun, right? And yeah, cool. it sounded awesome. So stoked to have it. This this like would that. be a great one when things get open up, where are opening up and everything. This would be a great con game. Just yeah, like you, know, you, got, you, got, you got that like 10, 15 minutes in between events yes. or games. Or you're waiting for a game to finish. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. And for us in particular, this is like a perfect bring it down to the beach kind of game where you know the kids are swimming in the water and we set up a little table and play this for an hour and you know, it it just yeah, it sounds so good, right? Like it just even yeah. talking about it, I just want to play this thing. So. Yeah, you're, yeah, I can see you're juiced up. Yeah, right? <laughs> you're, you're cracking, you're cracking that thing open right after this report. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and it's, I think it, I think it was under thirty dollars, and it just sounds like a heck of a game for for uh, the price. I've got that tagged. I've got this tag yeah. right now, so I can go look at it after this one's because this is what we're really good at. Right. Uh, on, on all these other shows is making the other people buy exactly <laughs> we're very good at making each other spend money it's really good yes yes well yeah that's yeah the scope stalingrad from draco ideas um it's a, it's a publishing company that i don't know a lot about but nice. sounds amazing very very intrigued in this one is there any more you have ryan i do have one I'll just do a quick one on it sure. because it is very new and I know very little about it. <laughs> sure. Perfect. Other than it's been rising up a lot of people's charts and talking about it. It's another two player only game from Pandasaurus Games, and that's called Sobek Two Players. Oh, I've heard oh, of that I've too. Seen that. Yeah. So yeah. Um, apparently, Sobek was mm -hmm. an actual like 
like, like another yeah. game. I don't know very much about Me it. Too. Now they came, uh, they came out with a two-player version because I believe they recognized that everybody said that the original game was best at two players. So they said, let's just kind of rework it a little bit and let's make it a two-player only um, experience. And then they got off Pandasaurus games on top to make it look absolutely beautiful and fantastic. <laughs> this is a uh, Bruno Cathala nice. uh, design and everything. He's designed many games that I've really, really enjoyed. And it's got that Egyptian theme on it. Yeah, and let's just look at you're just kind of claiming tiles to make sets to trade them in for points classic i've been laughing at that one too um but but yeah. the action selection seems pretty cool as in there's this marker when you select a tile you have to place this marker down and that wherever that marker is dictates where your opponent is allowed to take tiles from right tile anything so you kind of you have to set up your opponent to take a tile and then oh. you take a tile and then you have to set up your opponent to take a tile it's kind of how i've I could be like completely out to lunch on that, <laughs> but I've just briefly read about this one, but I'm really excited about this one because it's another two player only game. It's in one of these really, really small boxes and it's only advertising a 20 minute playtime. Awesome. So check, yeah, check no. and check. Right. Those Sounds are so good. Fantastic. Fantastic. I think we'll move on though. Yeah. I think we'll move yeah. on uh, from our new to the collection. We're going to head on over to, our crowdfunding and pre-order uh, segment. And uh, here we are at our crowdfunding slash pre-order segment. And um, we're going to start this one off, Ryan. We're going to we're going to do this one first. Um, <laughs> which, yeah, not to not to uh, throw you to the back seat, but I'm particularly excited <laughs> about this game. And this Jeez. game is um, this one is currently on Kickstarter, and it is Arcs from Leader Games. Right, yes, and this one looks phenomenal. Yes, so, Anna Marie, to spare my voice, would you oh, like to take talk a bit about it? <laughs> yes, perfect. Thank you. So in ARCs, players start as small spacefaring societies that make up a decrepit empire. Over the course of a campaign, they will be faced with daunting challenges and have to make some difficult choices. Will you be able to unify the outer systems before an impending invasion? Should you offer sanctuary to the refugees or leave them to their fate? The consequences of your choices will determine the scope of the game that follow, the games that follow. A confederacy of outer systems could come topple the empire. The refugees you ignored may have offered their secrets to another player. A crazed commercial tycoon might exhaust the galaxy of resources, plunging the universe into a new dark age. Players might even see themselves forced to abandon their homes, lonely as a vagabond, and with as few pieces. So, this game, um, it it was pretty cool on their Kickstarter page, what they had, they had a good little video and it's yeah. this like, it looked like a mom and daughter just kind of staring up in space and mm -hmm. seeing a race. She was remembering as a child that she was, would see these, this race that would happen with these like ancient ships, but they haven't happened in years. And you know, the, the ships are really maybe needed for their engines or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it seemed like part of like, they were mentioning in here too, part of the, um, outer systems i think of the outer rim of star wars yeah. <laughs> are just kind of like getting um 
taken over. So they they're uninhabitable now because they've been just kind of taken out and they've just been left to their own devices with just vegetation running wild, but they're, they're not inhabitable anymore. Yeah. And it's neat that I think that you can um, just like how your actions are going to determine the outcomes. And so like, Oh, I'm not going to help these people. Oh, well now they're going to help somebody else in the game. And now I'm out of luck. And right, yeah. so just those hard decisions, it's sounds interesting. It's from the same people or the same guy that made um, root, I think. Right. Yeah, so Cole Worley and uh, various other people were uh, in on this. So yeah, exactly. The creators yeah. of root and creators of uh, what's that oath oath and, and so Fort. forth. And yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so this game just um, was an instant uh, purchase for us. And it, uh, even without really knowing a ton about it, I've heard that it's got um, trick-taking in nice. it and various things. Um, and it just sounds fantastic. It, 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 uh, we didn't actually kickstart it. We actually pre-ordered this through meeples.ca. So it's actually cheaper for you to do that. If you live in Canada, it's cheaper to pre-order this through meeples.ca with everything versus uh, kickstarting it. So uh, just, letting you know there's only a couple copies left out there but yeah um we have one of them coming to us with all the bits and pieces all the extras and yeah i'm excited about it really excited about yeah it. yeah our local store here in saskatoon amazing stories he's in on the retailer uh yep. pledge nice. as well so he's gonna he's got some kickstarter copies coming in i'm really really intrigued about this game the only thing that's putting me off currently is that it's a three to four player game. There is yeah. no, yes. there's no um, consideration right now. And they, they've actually come on and said, this one's not going to have a solo mode. This one's not going to have a two player variant no. on it. This is meant to be played as a three, four player game. And I'm, yeah. that makes sense. Cause if you yeah. have taking as one of your main mechanisms, for sure. The only game that's ever worked as a two player trick taking game has been uh, Fox in the forest and, and the crew. <laughs> oh, and but and but you're playing with one, an AI. That yes, one had an AI. I think yeah, I, I get it. I get it. So but, it's got like a third player. Yeah. But yeah. But man, I was listening to some podcasts talk about one recently, and I'm just like, everything that they're telling, I'm like, I'm gonna <laughs> love playing this game, and I'm just sad that I'm just never going to get the game played. <laughs> well, <laughs> that breaks just my have heart. To come out for a visit. Yeah, you have to come out to Kelowna. <laughs> Right, and we'll have a 48-hour gaming marathon. (laughs) Of arcs. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, we have have plenty of of groups around here that um, we'll be able to to find (laughs) lots of people that want to play this. In fact, I bet you there's probably four or five people uh, even within five minutes of my house that are probably (laughs) buying this game. So it's going to be ultra popular popular around here Um, i do really like though when companies as as unfortunate as it is to not have a solo or a two-player variant because we play a lot of games of two player as well i do like when they recognize that it's not a two-player and a solo and they don't try to push it in there because there are some like we were just saying there are games even that are two-player games that they push to four people and it's like eh I don't really think that's that yeah, this would game. be the opposite, right? Like so, this is clearly a three to four. Yeah. Game. So that'll yeah. be it'll be nice. And then it'll just it'll make it all the more fun when you get to play it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I am very impressed with the campaign of how it's laid out right now and everything. Yeah. And they do the typical leader things. Like there's no stretch goals. 
everything that you see on the ca- ca- campaign page right now is exactly what you're getting in your pledge levels. So yeah. like they don't yep. believe in the daily unlocks and everything. This is our game. 100%. And if you want to back it right now, you can, but it is coming to retail. You can get all that stuff at yeah. retail eventually. I like that they do that too, so that it's not like you must do this now. And like, in, and because they have that, I guess that, um, what do you call it? They've got the games behind them. Like they've already done it. It's not oh, their first rodeo. Yeah. 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 So they, you know, they've produced games and they've got it. Oh, they've yeah. got their name behind them and Ultra people like successful. their games already. Yeah. So yeah. it's nice that you have that, that option. there. <laughs> Absolutely. There, there's no reason for anyone that has enjoyed root or oath. Uh, this is, uh, this is a slam dunk. Um, the pedigree, it just speaks for itself though. So, I mean, this mm. game's going to be great. I'm cool excited. theme too. Space like a lot great of fun. Theme. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's gonna be great. I love trick taking, like playing using the trick taking uh, mechanism in uh, Brian Boro. Have you played Brian Boro? I have not, and oh, I'm itching goodness. to play that one too because I've heard a lot of magnificent things about how that trick trick taking it's so um, doesn't works yeah. to do the actions. That was easily my favorite game from last year, and um, if if they're using that mechanic similarly in here, which I've read that they are. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be really great. Right. Because everything's better in space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very, exactly. <laughs> I'm a sucker for a really good space game. I'm really out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. This one, this looks, yeah, it looks beautiful. Mechanics are there. The designers are there. The artwork is there. It's going to be great. It's going to be really great. Mm. But that's enough about arcs. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, what have you been uh Iron up. Iron up out there in <laughs> oh, pre-order land. Mine, mine is not currently on Kickstarter, but it is going to be on Kickstarter next week as okay. of May 16th. Nice. Whenever this episode drops. June 16th is the release date of Septima by Ooh. Mind Clash Games. And I am a sucker for Mind Clash Games. I think I own all of them so far with the deluxe upgraded bits and <laughs> biggest boxes that i can fit them in like Perfect. anachrony is one of my favorite games i have tracarion uh, their their games are just so magnificent and septima is being advertised as their most um accessible a game oh. that they've published to date because their games are quite big and heavy and complex right and stuff, and stuff like that and so here is the theme of septima well, oh, oh, there it is. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> is a competitive, highly interactive strategy game of witchcraft. Oh, as, what? The leader, as the leader of your coven, you must prove your worth in the town of Nochtenberg to become the successor of Septima, the high witch. Okay. Practice witchcraft and gain wisdom by collecting herbs, brewing potions, healing the townsfolk, Mastering charms and rescuing your fellow your fellow brothers and sisters from the trials, but beware! Magic, even if it's used for good, invokes suspicion in many of the townsfolk. Ooh, I love the sound of this. <laughs> well, you were uh, right after you said it. I was like, "Ooh!" So I looked it up. I looked up Septima. The first thing I did, I forgot to put board game in. What comes up? Wine. <laughs> we got a wine named Septima. It's like, well, now you have a drink to pair with your board game. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. A very thematic night. And they're advertising it with um, your action selections as simultaneous. So a simultaneous nice. action play. Really? Okay. As well. And so it says it's, uh, it's a central mechanism 
you're selecting these action cards to do all of these. It looks like about like nine different things that you can possibly do with these particular um, action cards. And they get powerful bonuses if it's chosen by multiple. So if multiple witches at the same time choose the same thing, the action is very, very powerful for all of the oh, people. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Played and stuff like that. So it's got a semi-cooperative touch, but is a very, very competitive game is what they're um, advertising it as. And sure. so, um, and they're only advertising, it's about an hour gameplay too okay. so oh wow okay um i'm gonna be a day one backer on this <laughs> thing it sounds amazing and it looks it like the, yeah it, it's gonna be a one to four player game so it's got solo mode nice. and it goes all the way up to four players it's advertising so i love the idea of um you're you're this witch and you're trying to do all these things like brewing potions and magic spells and whatever and trying to save your friends from the witch hunts but yeah trying to you know not use so much magic because if you use it you're going to find you're the, the one that's you know getting captured in these witch hunts you know like i like the idea of trying to you know stay you know keep your head you know down while trying to do all the things that you need to do but you know i, I love that idea yeah I love it. it's interesting it sounds to me just when i was um i was reading here and it's got um a similar feel to Botoku. Oh, where cool. you've got like um Ooh, where they're all great. trying to um so it's like the the septima like the head witch or whatever it's like her time's coming to an end so the everyone is trying to prove that they're yeah. the next septima like they should be her it's successor the, yeah, right the so thing. the same idea yeah. and again where it's like they're all trying to do good things like they're all trying to make the world better kind of like in that so that's yeah. neat that it's got um yeah you're still it's to this one's obviously you're still competitive because you want to be that the next one but it's all yeah. for good and it sounds like too that there are elements here where you can end up being very reckless with your magic <laughs> and be and get caught by witch hunters yeah, yeah. other people can then come to your like rescue nice. and therefore gain probably like some sort of fame and everything like that yeah reputation follow and- reputation for your yeah. company is the best one because i helped this out and i didn't get caught with reckless magic and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> so oh, that sounds interesting yeah, yeah i hadn't uh, even heard of it no i hadn't even heard of it uh, so i like uh, so i subscribe to like mind clashes like newsletter and everything like that so when they released that they were actually having their actual kickstarter launch date um as of next week i'm just like yeah save um (laughs) now i I sit here and i wait i'm that meme of that guy who has his like hands behind his back and he's standing by the (laughs) wall and he's standing out and looking at the courtyard and everything that's um pablo escobar yes that's uh, it (laughs) narcos yeah those are great memes i like that so that's excellent no it sounds amazing man i i yeah i'm I'm gonna keep our uh our eyes on that one for sure that's next week that's yeah. gonna be next week on June 16th. And it's Mind Clash Games. So you know that the production value of this thing is gonna be through the roof. Yeah, yeah. And amazing. And one of the characters' names is Eustace, and that's just a cool name. <laughs> Eustace. It's not you don't hear it anymore. <laughs> and it's like it's awesome. No, it sounds great. I'm yeah, that sounds very fantastic. I think we'll definitely take a look at that one. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. That's yeah. two very good games. Uh, talking about pre-orders and and crowdfunding, and that was Kickstarter. 
it's going to come to Kickstarter. Yeah, oh, okay. they have nice Good. silk screen wooden components from oh, what I can that. see. Love it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> just hearing that word, it's like, oh, man. I'm probably just going to get <laughs> silk it. Silk screen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're components always 100% like top notch. There's probably going to be some sort of metal coin in there. Yeah. Too, <laughs> they like to have those. Looks like I can see some mandrake root in there. Perfect. <laughs> It's not witches without mandrakes, right? right? So. <laughs> okay, well, I think we will uh, uh, move on from our crowdfunding pre-order segment, and we're going to head on over to do a review in our final segment right after this. Maples and Milkshakes is a great place for all sorts of gaming fun. They offer a stay-and-play library with over 500 games, Yummy eats like delicious milkshakes, tasty treats, and scrumptious sandwiches all made in-house. And they host a board game meetup every Wednesday and Friday at 7pm. Not only does Meeples and Milkshakes have a wide variety of games to purchase in store, they also have an extensive catalogue of games available online at meeples.ca. Their easy-to-navigate web store features new arrivals and restock sections, which are being constantly updated. Looking for the new hotness? Check out their pre-order pages. That's right, there are multiple pages of pre-orders with hundreds of titles to choose from. Oh yeah, they also ship across Canada. Check out Meeples and Milkshakes and their friendly, knowledgeable staff in person at 130 Westminster Avenue West in Penticton, BC, or online at meeples.ca. Alrighty then, here we are at our final segment of the episode in which we're going to be doing another Meeple Dungeon i love the delay there that's gonna be excellent um but yes so we're doing a review um and what game are we reviewing this week anna marie oh you don't even have i don't even have it beside me i am ill prepared i apologize goodness uh, (laughs) that's my bad i was gonna have this already (laughs) all right we are uh reviewing disney sorcerers arena Epic Alliances. Yes, and this is from the op. And the yes. op was kind enough to send us a review copy of this game. So thank, thank you, you very much to the people at the op for we appreciate uh, it. sending this to us. Um, and I, I'm just gonna interject before we actually get into the review. Oh, I got two things I gotta say first. So one, um, props to all you people who do this by yourself, because I tried to do this by myself. Just a quick little rendition. Oh, you mean recording? Recording, talking yeah. about it, all this stuff. I did it by myself for the What You've Been Playing Wednesdays the past two weeks. and um, Because I sounded considerably worse than I do right now. Yeah. And it's just so much easier. I've always done it with two or, you know, and, and so <laughs> I just, I, I hope you guys listen to this because I don't think I sold anyone <laughs> on this game when I did it in the last in the last yes segment I think I probably put people to sleep so (laughs) no you did all right hopefully you're tuning into this one and uh again all you people who do by yourself like hats off to you because it is not easy no it's (laughs) not it's it's way easier well Ryan can attest to that I mean he does videos on his own all the time it's not no easy thing Uh, to do it's way easier when you have someone to to bounce things back and forth off of right but (laughs) so hopefully it's really easy if you have split personalities. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> so hopefully we'll uh, we'll do a better job 
and then I, I also then I, attempt I also imagine it's a lot easier when you're ranting about something yes. versus like oh. you know like when you have something that's on your mind and you really just want to get it off your chest and just talk and say this is the what I'm you know, this is the subject I really want to talk about. And I want to get this off my chest. It's probably a lot easier to do it that way rather than, you know, what we're doing here. Like it's one therapeutic. person show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, that's Disney's Sorcerer's Arena Epic Alliances from the op. We've been playing a bunch of it. Ryan's been playing a bunch of it. And yeah, so we're going to talk about it here. So what's, what's the general idea of this game? Ryan, do you want to, do you want to tell people generally the theme of what's going on in this game? Sure. We are a whole bunch of these random Disney characters that kind of, well, they're not random. They're actually really popular. Disney. (laughs) (laughs) And then put it into a, might I add the core box. They really, really emphasize that this is the core uh, set um, for. I was always wondering if I was saying it right or not. (laughs) And yeah, these teams of Disney characters are kind of getting together and trying to like, match wits with one another and try to you know score victory points i guess yeah, it's yeah. pretty simple they're they're just in an arena and they're battling it's like it, it's using what they what 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 the disney writers gave them they're they're yeah. the god given talents <laughs> that's right try to um best each other in this like arena combat which uh, i didn't even realize that this was a, a video game it is i didn't no, know that i didn't either i didn't know that either I know. Apparently so really um, we got it. We, we just, we just got it on the iPad, just like, Oh, cool. Out just like hours ago. I haven't played with it yet, but uh, it, it has a very similar kind of look to it. So right, yeah. awesome. we're, we're kind of interested in the, but we actually really enjoy this um, uh, tabletop experience. Yeah. Of, yeah. of these characters. <laughs> You've already sold it more than my couple minute pitch on the <laughs> what yeah. you're playing podcast. So yeah, like you said, in this core box, we it comes with I believe eight characters, yes. and they're all they're heroes and villains. Yeah, so it's just and it's they're working together. So it's just you... characters from within Disney and Pixar. Not that they mean, yeah, that it doesn't have to be said, I suppose, but they do say it on there. It's like Disney slash Pixar. Well, you got Sully in there, so you, you got, got one Pixar, Pixar character. Yes, yeah, so the characters we have in the opening uh, core box, we have Gaston, one of my favorite characters in all of Disney. <laughs> Um, we've got uh, what's her name, Demona. Demona from the Gargoyles. Uh, we've got Maleficent. Maleficent. That's how you say it. Maleficent. Yeah. So yeah. the evil queen from Snow White. Yep. We got Sully from not Monsters from Snow Inc. White. From Snow White. Yeah. No, not from Snow White. From Sleeping, Sleeping Beauty. Beauty. Sleeping, Sleeping Beauty. Beauty. And uh, we got Sully from Monsters Inc. We've got um, Doctor Facilier. Yep. From what was he? The Princess and the Frog. Princess and the Frog. We've got good old Aladdin. Um, we also have Ariel, Ariel, Little Mermaid, and the um, the Mickey Mouse from Fantasia. Yeah, the wizard, wizard's wizard apprentice, wizard's yes. apprentice. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a pretty interesting array of characters. Very. That's a lot of characters for the. It is. Yeah, very like very corset. So it's very good. popular characters, you know, and some not, you know, some a little more obscure than others, but but a great great little set here. I really enjoy uh, what characters they selected here. So yeah, the the general. Uh, theme of the game is that these these characters are just summoned into this arena and they're battling it out using like you said what what they have available and uh that's what's going on here and it's kind of last man standing sort of deal where you're trying to get victory points and whoever has the most victory points by the end of certain uh certain uh cues 
will win or the first person to get to 20 victory points will just win outright. So uh, let's talk about how this game plays. Do you want to talk about how it plays, Anna Marie? I can attempt. Well, Ryan, we can help you out. Ryan, feel free to interject. So well, I'll start us off here. I'll start us off. There's a board, right? So this board Good start. is made of... Good start. Yeah, there's a board and it's made of hexes. And these hexes are where your players are going to be moving around. So you have a starting five hexes on each side that are like blue. Yes. And you can choose to put your characters. You start with about three. You you can kind of, um, what's the word where you're like picking? Draft. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> you're drafting characters <laughs> uh, one at a time. So you don't just pick your three f- favorites, right? Yeah. You got to um, choose them one by one. And then you can, you have five starting spots and you can choose where to put the three within yep. those five spots. And when, so when you're collecting all your bits for this game, you're going to have uh, your your characters, your character cards, so they each have their own individual little deck. They also have a um, uh, I don't an know hourglass. Yeah, it's like a turn order token that you need to take with it. You need to take the little standees, and you also need to take its little player card um, with its special abilities on it. And what you're going to do to to determine who goes first in this game is you're going to take your little um, initiative uh, tokens, and you're going to align your three characters um from who you want to put out first versus who you want to put out last and then you're going to reveal who you decided you wanted to put out first First. you're going to check to see who has the lower initiative so if i had aladdin and uh, sully and uh demona and i had 16 79 and 40 as your initiatives as my initiatives and i had aladdin on top with a 16 and you had um say gaston on top of yours with a 57 that would mean that i get to go first and I get to arrange my characters into the first, third, and fifth slots for this game. And you get to arrange That's your characters. Good quick math. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought for a second I did it wrong. No, you but, did it totally okay. right. <laughs> but um, I was just imagining how I would have explained it. Um, and that was much, much more well done than mine. <laughs> <laughs> and then you would also fill in the blanks and your characters will be second, fourth, and sixth That's slots, right. respectively. And you're going to take your deck of decks of cards and you're going to shuffle them all together and you're going to make your deck for the game and then what you're going to do okay so after you've then made your deck um the uh the person who has the who's going first which you've already determined from your initiative um you pick up uh your hands the your starting hand size and that's determined by your player cards so it'll tell you how many cards you can pick up yeah so for instance you'll have your three player boards in front of you you'll have for for me for instance i would have aladdin sully and demona and they're going to tell you on the top of the card how many cards collectively you will make to have your hand size so but with those three cards or three characters in particular i'd have a hand size of six but then there would be other combinations of characters that could have maybe five or maybe seven or whatever it might be so you take your starting hand of six and away you go and away you go and there are um two actions you can complete on your turn you can do excuse me a movement or an action phase you have a movement phase and an action phase and um one of the tricky fun things in this game um with your with your turns that determine kind of what you can do when you pick up your starting hand and say so you have aladdin is your first um your first player to go yep when because you've shuffled all three decks together there is a chance that you might not have any Aladdin cards in your hand. Yes. So you always start the round by picking up a card. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't have any Aladdin cards in your hand, you're going to have to do his base action. Yeah. So you've got um, a base movement 
and a base action. Now, interesting, we were just, as we were playing, um, cause you do one thing actually I'll mention, which was really cool about this game is they start you off doing different, they like level you up kind yeah, of. Yeah, they, they, they Did you a let basic? you learn this in four chapters. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty neat. Yeah. And um, so we had just been playing where, you know, you, your base is always two. You have a base movement of two or a base action where you can attack for two. But um, but then once you get to the, that fourth stage and you're playing, uh, they each, the individual player cards as well, might have differences. So, yep. for example, I played Dr. Facilier and he had only one like attack action. So yep. I, you know, I started attacking you for two and then realized, oh, no, that yeah, is wrong. <laughs> exactly. Because on Aladdin's card, his movement is three, which is very irregular but um, it's very thematic for aladdin for sure because he can run and jump he's very athletic then he's got he's, an attack of two he he knew he knows parkour he is very parkour <laughs> yes he, he is a parkour legend of agrabah yeah. for sure he's like the the initial parkour <laughs> yeah he was guru. the founder of parkour this guy <laughs> um but yeah so you would um on your turn you can either play a card from your hand that matches the character that is up currently or you can just do base movement or and or yeah. fighting your cards are going to have a little green tag or a red tag on them yeah. so it'll denote whether they're it's green for movement or red for like your action where you could um yeah. attack and yeah you're gonna those cards from your hand are going to be very very powerful and you're going to be using those to the best of their abilities and you can it'll give you extra attack or extra movement or it'll give out um uh, different uh, tokens to say that like certain characters are immobilized or have become stealthy or gained uh are, are stronger or or things like this and yeah it's very 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 cool that way and you have to watch your um your turns as well because if so you let's say you have that starting hand of six and then you you end up having the actual like you have the aladdin cards to play so you play like an aladdin movement and an aladdin um action card yep so now you've got two cards out of your hand mm -hmm. and so you're at four so then the next time when you start your turn you're you're always picking up one card so now you have five to start with instead of six and then if you use two cards again the next turn you're going to have four to start with instead of five exactly. so that's why they have that um the base actions of like two movement yeah. or two for like the um the action there where you can you can use those instead of your hand so you can still build up your your hand because it can get pretty sparse <laughs> if you use yeah. all your cards um, it might give you some really powerful hits, but then then you might be a little weak for a while because you don't have that variability mm -hmm. anymore. And each character, we should say, has um, a different uh, life. So, for instance, uh, Sully has a health, health power of 11 versus Aladdin of 9 and Demona of 8. So they all have their, their strengths, weaknesses. And, it, um, and when you defeat those, they also have different um, different victory points they give. So yeah, Sully, so who has exactly. a health of 11, would give me seven victory points right, if I beat him. Took down a, a mammoth character, right? Yeah, yeah. whereas, um, what's that other one? The, you have like Demona, her yeah. health is eight. Eight. And she would give me only five victory points. Yeah, because she's slightly easier to take yes. down sort of but yeah so we can talk about how you get the victory points and how you win this game so you're going to be taking turns back and forth alternating through characters um and you are going to be trying to get victory points you're going to be getting those victory points in only two ways either holding kind of like king of the hill style uh there's three uh separate hexes 
on the board that if you hold that with a certain character, by the time it gets back to your character's turn, you will get a point. Simple as that. And also, every time you take down an enemy character, you are going to win various victory points. Like she said, Aladdin, if you if you defeat Aladdin, you'd get six. If you defeat Sully, you'd get seven. If you defeat Demona, you'd get five. And it is easier said than done to try to stay on those mm-hmm. golden like victory point spots because... You, you, when you oh, think about it, so Aladdin gets on a gold spot. Well, there are five more turns, five more players that are basically going before it gets back to Aladdin. So you have five turns for somebody to like knock him off. Chances are you're not going to knock off your own player, but you know, it's got to go through quite a bit to, to try to knock them off. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like we've been just leaving Ryan here. I know. Dust, I was so. like, it's pretty quiet because we've just <laughs> taken over. Yeah. So, Ryan, you folks have been nailing it like all, okay, good. all the talking <laughs> points I, I i completely agree with I want, i'm gonna go back anything? yeah i'm gonna go, go back to the chapter system okay yeah. i really i i did a rant about this quite a while ago um but i really enjoy games that do this um kind of slowly the reveal the game um just so it's not overwhelming now yeah. i'm i'm an experienced gamer we're experienced gamers the chapter four full rules is not overwhelming for me. No, but this is an op game and it's got Disney. So people are going to look at that and say, Hey, it's got cute little Disney characters on yeah. it. I'm going to pick this up for my eight year old, nine year old son, even though they totally ignore that. This is like a 13, 14 plus age limit on the box. Yeah. Yep. But they can still end up playing the game, even if you just play like the chapter one, chapter Absolutely. two style. 100%. And you can have fun playing that. Like it, yeah. So like it, it, it definitely scales. Well, I agree a hundred percent with that. Yeah. Like exactly yeah. that, because with our youngest, I would play this game just as the chapter one style with yep. him. He would understand how that's going to work where it's very basic, no extra powers, no nothing. It's just your deck of cards and you move and attack and that's it. Right. So like, I would definitely do that with him. I, and I like that that option is there. Um, Versus my other son, I would probably do the bulk of this, like the chapter four with him, right? Yeah. So yeah, I love that those options are there and that they teach you them along the way. Mm. Um, great, great. Exactly like you said, it's a Disney game. Uh, grandma's going to buy this off the shelf for grandson, right? <laughs> and it, it doesn't matter how old uh, yeah. the grandchild is, they'll be able to play this one way or another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've got a good variety of characters too, which is nice. Yeah, great, awesome. great characters. Yeah, so I, I like the fact too because you mentioned that there was the green movement cards, and then there's the red action cards, and then there's the cards that I like call like the super cards because they can work in either situation. <laughs> either they have yeah. they have a, both a red and a green. Yeah, and I like those ones because I can do an attack action, and then I can play one of those other cards and probably get sneak in another attack action mm-hmm. and a little bit of movement at the same time. Everything, um, those are the cards I really like. Oh yeah, and gravitate towards really hold. <laughs> Those special situations yeah but, yeah but yeah no that's that's <laughs> the general idea of how this game works and um i think most people probably get a fairly decent picture on how that works yeah they have um one more thing i'll just mention quickly is um on the the little player cards that you have they're double-sided um and so they have uh, oh, as yeah. you're as you're discarding cards so as you use those 
you know, movement cards and the action cards, you discard them and your discard pile is face up so you can see it. It's not hidden or anything. And at the bottom right hand corner, they have a little symbol, just kind of little circular uh, symbol. And um, it was probably not, it's probably an octagon or something, but anyway, it's a hex. It's a, well, it's a hex. Is it a hex? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, whatever. I didn't want to do math right now. So we've, <laughs> we've got these little hexes just in the corner. Um, and they have a different symbol in them. And for each player, you've, you're going to have um, an upgrade option. So an upgrade is, you know, you need two like red stars and two pink stars. And so if in, um, you know, once I get in these hexes, you've got like the pink stars, the blue stars, little, you know, whatever symbols they have. And once you've discarded enough of those cards to um, to satisfy the upgrade condition of one of your cards on that turn, you can just flip it over to the other side and then you have um, an upgraded action kind of that you can do. It just kind of makes your yeah. character a little stronger so you can you can work towards that upgrade as well, which which kind of helps. Yeah. So it's, it's cool that way because it it uh, makes you really think hard about what card you're going to play and when you're going to play it. So like, is it going is it worth me playing this card right now? Um, or should I try to play a different card to try to uh, quickly get to upgrade that other character? It might be a lesser action, but it's putting me one symbol closer to letting me flip over and upgrade Sully's. Or or if you're like me and you're not paying attention to that at all, and then you're like, oh, I've got six discards. Let's see, can I upgrade anything? Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> exactly. Let's see what I can do. And uh, <laughs> that's how I, that's what ha- tends to happen to me. I start out the game thinking that I'm going to be focusing on it. Then I forget. And then it's like, oh, sweet. I can, I can upgrade Maleficent now. <laughs> and totally, there yeah. we go. Yeah, because and that that's totally opposite with me because I'm like, okay, what's my starting hand? Because usually my my opening hand is this was one that we kind of glossed over. You can do those basic um, actions, like the basic movement, basic action, but you can also discard a card from your hand. It could be from any yes. character to boost that yes. uh, that basic attack. So, or quite often, yeah, or the movement. And so what I often found myself doing was that. I ended up doing the basic movements ready first and I'm just pitching cards just to try to get those symbols yep. in my discard area so I can upgrade Ooh. as fast as I could possibly can. Oh, I've never done that. I haven't strategy. done that either. That's, that's oh, why you okay. something be, to think yeah. about. Maybe, maybe that's why my son is always crying. <laughs> because it's oh, after God. the first round, after the first three people, I've already got three cards in my discard pile already yeah. out of possibly the four that i need to upgrade yeah <laughs> most of most of my characters and everything so i i try oh, to analyze I, I, I don't know what the analysis paralysis would occur i just try to find one like yeah i don't think i'm really gonna play that one i'm just gonna discard it for its for its yeah. uh little yeah. Yeah. in the bottom and stuff like that just, just so that i can upgrade because the upgrades on these guys are really really kind of cool they are, yeah, they are. they're uh, and they're uh, very awesome. thematic which i love that's the thing i like about the the player cards is yeah they're they're pretty they're pretty thematic for their specific character they they fit really well they do like yeah. aladdin for instance like a lot of his uh special abilities on his cards and on his player card are him running and jumping and like bouncing on people's heads right like it just kind of does <laughs> the cartoon where he's hopping along bouncing yes. on people and like when you do that and you bounce, you know, one, two, three, four spots on the board. And I jumped on those two players or those two characters. And then something bad's going to happen to those two characters that I jumped on. Yeah. So like, yeah, they're all very thematic that way. It's very, very cool. Yeah. Like Aladdin, you said here, his, <laughs> a lot of his things bring in the um, status effect of being stealthy. 
Yes. yes. So he's always stealthy, which like he can only take like we didn't talk about direct indirect direct damage. Yeah, that's right. He can only take indirect damage and uh and stuff and stuff like that. Um sorcerer apprentice Mickey, he gets the broom. He does, <laughs> yes. He gets he gets the broom and it more counters and status tokens that are on the broom, the better a lot of his action cards um become and everything like that. For sure. It's really, really, really kind of cool because and he's the only one who can get the broom. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, yeah. Found, I haven't found any other ways for other people to get the broom. So he and gets that, the broom, and that makes sense. It's thematic. Why would anybody else have the broom? Yeah, just right. Makes sense, it's right? for his character. No, and yeah, no. It's neat. And just so you're saying, he has the stealthy where you can only do indirect damage, and then you've got Sully who has a card where you can only do like, direct damage. He does a taunt yeah. to him. It's like you, everyone so, come at me, right? So then it it kind of handcuffs the rest of your characters if they're not in range of him mm-hmm. that or or adjacent to him like ah oh, then your mood your your turn can be kind of like frustrating because like what do i do because i have he's taunting me i have to go get him so it's neat and i the more you play the game um the more you can kind of figure out what players you want to play with um to see if like there's some that work well together or just pick them at random and yep. see what happens this is i think that's a fun element of this game too I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't played it enough to try to figure out like, Ooh, what's no. what, what, what's the broken combo of <laughs> right. characters that's going to win every single time. Like, no, I no, haven't no. found I one yet. I don't think that's this style of game though. No, no. If you're playing this game to try to figure that out, there, there's other games that'll scratch that. Yeah. Itch for you. You're playing the <laughs> yeah. wrong game. You're playing the wrong game. This one's just about taking the characters you like and having fun. Just seeing yeah. what happens. Just a big old brawl. Yeah. So is there anything else we need to add to the gameplay? I don't think so. No, I, I think that's pretty good. I think it's pretty yeah, good. There, there's a wide, there's a wide range of those status effects, but the back of the rule book does a really good job of. Yeah, yeah. we always just exactly. We just have the rule book sitting there with the back exposed so that we can always reference the different effects. But hey, Rob, what does this do? Yeah. Hey, Rob, what does this <laughs> what do? Is this? What is this? Hey, Rob, what does this do? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I think that's enough about how the game plays. We've talked about the theme. So let's talk about the components. And I want to start here. So the components are uh, great overall. Like I really like the, the acrylic, standees. acrylic standees. So let's Very just nice. start right there. Mm. They're they're just great. Yes. They're fantastic. I know <laughs> Ryan, Ryan is a huge supporter of acrylic standees. Mm-hmm. And these ones do not disappoint. They look great. They're double-sided. So you have Aladdin's face on one side, and then you see the his back on the other. So it uh, you know looks like my character is facing your character. Um, one thing I want to talk about are the rings. So you have these colored rings that are attached to the bases <laughs> of the I feel characters. Ryan might have similar. <laughs> <laughs> and these these. So they do two functions, these rings. They they signify red team versus blue team. Kind of, you know, classic that way. way to see, but yep. they also have uh, numbered on the base of each character their health points, ranging from whatever, one to ten or whatever it might be. And the little ring has a little arrow on it that you can have it set to show that uh, he this character currently has nine health points. And every time he gets hit, you're supposed to pick up your little standee and and swing this this little ring down and the rings do move nicely they and do. they do swing down however, really nicely that's not the issue however <laughs> i don't like that i i like i don't like taking my guy off the board and switching this thing around and then putting him back because half the time when i pull the character off the board 
I forget where he was. I'm like, was he here? Or was he here? Like, you know the general have area. Ask, like I'll have to ask you, anime. I'm like, so was he here or was he here? Because I can't even remember. Yeah. And you're like, no, he was right there. I'm like, okay, fine. So what we've done, and I'm honest. So if I remember, I say exactly yeah, where you are. Yeah. Um, what we've done is I just simply got some dice, some twelve sided dice. And we just put them on the player card with their current health and we just spin it down as they get damaged. Yeah. And then it made that's it, it. So we don't even yeah. touch the touch the ring. The ring is just there for us for uh, to differentiate the teams. And the dice just seem to work way better that way. I mean, there's probably a hundred other things you could do, like X-Wing style. You could have a little uh, spin down dial that would sit on their player board or whatever, but yeah. a dice works really well. Uh, in that regard. I don't know. Uh, Ryan, do you want to chime in on, on that? What do you think? I am going to express my exact same frustration. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm not alone here. All right. No, these rings should have only just had the purpose of just identifying Alert. which team um, yeah. your character belongs on. Yes. Um, the arrow. I ended up actually shading in my arrow with a Sharpie so that because <laughs> we could not actually, we didn't actually know where the arrow was pointing. If I was just glancing right. at the board and everything and then yes the frustration of take my guy off the board spin the thing down and then yeah and i had the exact same thing my son would always remember he always forgot where yeah. his guy was supposed to be and he struggles with the ring and putting it on and clicking it on we have the we did the exact same thing with dice yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> there you go. characters and everything like that um i don't think that they could have got i don't think they had the Obviously, they're keeping the cost of the game down because it's yeah. a yop. They're not going to get those fancy bases that kind of click down, like whatever they were called, hero clicks. Yeah, remember, yeah. Remember yeah. hero clicks and stuff like that. And like what you said with the X-Wing um, yeah. kind of stuff. I see what they were trying to do. They're keeping the For cost. Sure. But For sure. For sure. I mean, it, it does it work. Functional. It's, 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 Even it's adding like purpose. six, yeah, six like um, 12-sided die or something. Yeah, the die is the way to go. Yeah. It's just easy, big, you know, big numbers sitting it's an there. Easy right, fix right on too, if you have them sitting around at home, we're just picking a yeah. couple up. And but. you spin it down as it gets hit, and then it's just it's way easier. You don't have to touch the standee, you don't have to pick it off the board and forget where you put it. Um, no, it's <laughs> I mean and getting well, the ring getting the ring around Sully is always frustrating. Okay, yeah, I'm going to chime good. in on this. You, 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 have, you have to bend it a little bit and just, yeah. uh, okay. <laughs> it doesn't slide on very easily. I Okay, I'm just going to say, I wish this could be on video for everyone to see because, and Robbie will attest to this, he's sitting there putting the ring on Sully and it is painful to watch. And they say, hey, guess what? He comes off really easy. You just take him off, put the ring on, and pop him back on. Oh, yeah. and you don't have oh, to oh my mind's blowing right now. <laughs> you Why don't have I... to struggle with the ring. But he still the sits point. there, not the and point. he won't do it. He still sits there and fiddles with this <laughs> ring to put it around Sully. Yes, because <laughs> I, I don't take things apart. You know, like I, once, once the guy is attached to the stand, that's the way he's standing. <sighs> <laughs> okay, but so so I, I maybe this is a production thing maybe a slight production thing um I, I have a couple of standees that they don't fit perfectly into their little slots they they they, they actually are very loose so when okay. i pick them up when i pick them up they oh, they, they wow. fall off the, 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 the bottom falls out really oh, okay so sully sully was one of these guys the the, the yeah, bud, they, 
I glued it. Yeah. Now, so I glued him in so that he wouldn't stop. But now I have to, I, I fight with like, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> I'm actually doing it right now. And I'm trying, I'm biting with this ring to get it off. Maybe Sally's just permanently one color. Yeah. Whoever picks him has to be that color. <laughs> Or you can fight with the them, problem. you know, you that's can have fun with that there's, too. There's only the, the six rings in the game or the eight rings, right? So it's like, oh, you can um, always play if with you're Sully, not yeah. playing with Sully, you're without a ring, right? So, but you know, as far as the other components go though, the board is really nice. The, all the, um, uh, the, the cardboard, little cardboard pieces. chits and yeah. tokens are, you know, great quality, nice, nicely big and, you know, not ultra thick, but not, not thin, not cheap. Um, the decks of cards are great. There's classic decks of cards. I think I would end up sleeving this, um, because I think these will get chewed up yeah. pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, overall, I, I I don't know about you two, but I I think the quality of the components is really good, with the exception of these rings should just <laughs> yeah be dice. But I understand why they've done what they've done. They've tried to do something simple, um, and you know, cost effective. Yeah. But for me, it's just, yeah, throw a dice down there and you don't have to do that. So, yeah. So, so here's a thing. Maybe you folks have solved this issue. I don't like the insert. Well, I haven't. I can't, I, can't get every, I can't get everything put back properly. Well, that, so that you're shedding a little light on that because we haven't really, this game has been kind of out and on yeah. the table for, we haven't put it away yet. Know, 10 days. <laughs> so I haven't really done the in and out of the box. So, so what's what's your thoughts there? So so everything fits and has a spot perfectly, except for these status thingamajiggers. Okay. Oh. I have no idea where the heck to put these in the box. They don't <laughs> fit in a particular slot, especially if you've already got the tokens filling up a well, the acrylic standees filling up a well. And the cards have their like little slots yeah. and stuff like that for the decks. There's no room for these things. Oh, anyway. right. So those are ones yeah. you have to like pick up the insert and put them underneath. Well, I guess I could have done that. Yeah, but that's, but still you <laughs> yeah. think, why wouldn't there be a slot? Kind of annoying. Yeah. Right now, they, that is annoying. Well, I sit them on the top. So after I put the board in and the rule book in, I put these on top. And so my box sits with a little bit of lift. Okay. So put them on, on top right now, but I don't yet. Yeah, and I was trying to find it. There's no answer online of where to put <laughs> these things. Interesting. But, I wonder if it was forgotten. I don't think it's forgotten because oh, after okay. some, I'm uh, I'm assuming some expansion packs are going to be coming. Actually, I know there's. And they are. Yes, I've seen a couple of them. So that insert's gonna gonna go. Yeah. As soon as the first expansion pack gets released and everything and then my problem may be solved <laughs> yeah perhaps. right now as a core box i have no idea where to put all these status tracker yeah. things into the box well and i mean it's a relatively simple fix to toss that insert and get a couple you know uh deck boxes and throw cards in the deck boxes and whatever but i agree with you um uh, that can be frustrating yeah, <laughs> Seems odd. They got a slot for everything else. So, but, but we the, haven't tried the op is, is certainly not the only guilty party here. Like <laughs> almost, I would say at least half the inserts I find out there. I just, I'm like, what, I don't know why? what they were thinking why? here. Like, what, <laughs> what is this? Right. So they're certainly not alone. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, so that's insert. my only, that's my only quabble quibble. Sure. I don't know what I, either I, or 
I, I, I try. I tried to use a fancy word and failed miserably. So. No, that's good. That's good. So we're we're relatively happy here. Or no, I'd say we're very happy with the components. Yeah. A couple little nitpicks there. Nothing too crazy, especially nothing that a couple dice won't fix, right? So um, then we can talk about the artwork. So Ryan, let's hear. What do you think? What do you think about the artwork? It's exactly what it needs to be. I'm, 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 I'm going to keep it nice and simple because they're using the actual kind of like still frame kind of yep, art. Yep, that, yep. This is the exact art that you would see in these cartooned movies. Yep. Yep. Um, and that's it. I don't I don't want any other artist interpretation. Agreed. Of, of these things and everything. I want the actual characters that I'm watching on TV with my children and they can actually say, ah, that is that that that's Ariel. I want to be Ariel and everything like that. And so. Yeah. And Ariel uh, looks different, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. And the one thing I really liked um, was that uh, seven out of the eight characters are from 2D animation, and one Sully is from Pixar 3D animation. Um, I like that they brought him into the 2D realm um, so that he didn't look strange in a like like a photo of Sully. Uh, beside mm-hmm. these would look weird to me. Yes. And so I like that they 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 cartooned him up to look uh to be on the same playing field and the same and uh, his animation sculpture. on here looks almost identical to the one that's on the video game. Is that right? Well, awesome. Okay. So, so that that yeah, his animation here on this card looks almost identical to the one that's on the video game. That's great. That's I like good. It. I love that. So I, I like that they went that route and they didn't try to make the Pixar characters look different. So I really like that they went that way um, because it, yeah, it just would have looked weird otherwise. I also think the board is is nice and uh, it's nice and simple, simple and yeah. effective and easy to navigate. Um, all the cards, like all the artwork on the cards, is all great. Just all original, uh, interesting artwork to, to do with that specific character but it's not it's not like these are clips out of the movies like these they've they've drawn yeah. these specifically for these characters and i like that original art it's really nice but it's it's capturing that character's essence i like that um i guess it's back to the components but kind of like the art on the bot on the standees so <laughs> the standees clip into their central part and i like that bottom each is the base yeah the base thank you oh my words um <laughs> the base is uh is very thematic as well so like ariel's on a base of water yeah sully's on the base of like the scare floor yeah yeah. gaston's on a wooden floor like in the in the pub there you know like it's very um i like that i like that they added that because they could have just made plain standard bases for everyone because the characters are different but they've got unique bases for each character Demona the gargoyle is standing on like old bricks uh, bricks and yeah Yeah. like it looks great yeah i agree with you yeah yeah so i think we're all fairly (laughs) happy with the artwork across the board absolutely um, including the box because the box looks like a chest and i really like that yeah it looked kind of neat um they could have done so much with the box and i like the way they kept it simple like that it's very simple and just purple and gold it looked interesting it it. just looks like I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it, it's a chest with a key and a lock and like symbols. And I think it looks neat. Like a gold Absolutely. silhouette of Mickey's head. <laughs> yeah. I don't I know like it's it. cool. I don't know if that's yep. like the, 
the winner's chest or whatever, you know, the winner gets the the gold in the chest or something. I don't know, but maybe, maybe looking, there's something in the video game like there like there's chests to unlock. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. I want to say there probably is. Like I'm 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 assuming they've pulled that from somewhere. Like they've got the idea of the chest for from something thematically to do with this. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is, but I like it. I think it looks good. I like the color <laughs> purple too. I like the purple and gold. I think yeah. that the the color schemes have been really really uh, well thought out. So we're happy. We're happy with components. We're happy with artwork. So this is the part of the show where we can decide whether or not we recommend this game. And if we do, who do we recommend it for? So let's start with you, Ryan. Do you recommend this game? I do recommend this game because we we haven't tossed around this term in the review at all, but this is essentially, this is a skirmish style game. This is is a head-to-head. I've got my team, you've got your team, and we are going to battle each other out until we get a certain number of victory points. Um, This is an amazing product to introduce people to the skirmish style of, of, of game. The rule overset is not overly complex. Um, and they do a really good job of introducing the complexity layers um, yep. along along the way. Um, yep. Even so that the reference cards are even divided into, there's the chapter one yes. reference card, there's the chapter two reference card, there's the chapter three, four reference card. Um, that That's just amazing as well. And the status effects are not overly complicated. Yes, you have to read them. Yeah. Read them because <laughs> what does flustered do? What does the yeah. magic room actually do? That's Rob's job. That's right. Um, But this is, I would highly recommend this one for anybody who wants to introduce people to like a, and who doesn't like Disney, really? If you want a a head to head combat style game, that's who I'm recommending this this game for. Um, My son is six and he's playing kind of like that, like Rob's ending. He's, He's playing at that chapter one, chapter two. Yeah. Um, style yeah. level. Yeah. He, he doesn't have like the deep strategy. He doesn't have the reading yet to actually yes. understand what's happening on the cards and everything. Without me, he's like, "What does this one do?" I'm like, "Don't don't don't worry about the text." Yeah. Look at the red and bl- red and green. Can you do extra move? Can you do an extra attack? That's all we're worrying about, buddy. Yeah, but what does it say? <laughs> Come on. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, that's who I'm recommending this to. And I, I actually I can I can see actual like war gamers actually probably yes. picking this thing up yeah definitely um, the, the the price point on this game like it's just hitting retail stores right now but it's under 50 bucks yeah for all of this game yeah um i i don't i don't know who i would not recommend this game for yeah you, you know i think we would um uh, agree fully with yeah. what you just said we we definitely recommend this game and i would recommend this for pretty much anybody <laughs> out there because we can play this with yeah your six-year-old or you can play this with the wife or, you know like it's it's <laughs> it's a, a game that anyone can enjoy everybody likes these characters or some of them anyway right there's going to be yeah. some character here that you like from all you know all the movies you've seen um and it's yeah it's just it's great it hits on all cylinders it's got lots of lots of tactics and strategy to it but it's also you can go down and play that chapter one chapter two version of this dumb it down a little bit you know knock it down the difficulty i think it's 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 a great game for everyone like you said too i think it's a a super awesome uh first step into skirmishing uh gaming altogether 
Um, so it's, yeah, it's just, a, I think it's a, it's a great home run of a game for, for a skirmish. It's great. I yeah. like, again, I like the way you guys said it because I was going to say, okay, this is going to come out wrong, but it's great for my like seven-year-old. And it's also great for, you know, adults who don't play games, right? Like it's kind well, of a funny comparison, yeah, I mean, but it's I mean, true, right? Like, you know, that they, it's because they have those intro steps, so you could play like play like level one or two and then they could hop into three four like it's really a, a quick way to do it and it's yeah. it's easy for kids to understand and like you said ryan they can ignore the text and you can just help them along look at the symbols um but then it can help them like when they can read they can look at it and be like okay and start to kind of figure it out so i yeah i think this is an awesome game i agree i like it yeah it's it's a great it's a great game i i can't um say too much else about it it's it's fun it's exactly what it is like it's very um yeah it's not trying to be anything more than what it it is you know i wouldn't look at it and think i was getting like a very in-depth more of the ring type game no no (laughs) it's very very aware of what it's supposed to be and it is what it's supposed to be um yeah. and i like the idea that they're going to release these expansion packs exactly. and get another three characters and then another three characters more characters coming a lot more yeah, yeah. you know changing yeah. up the teams and adding in these different characters is going to be great it's going to be yeah. great this is yeah because in july we're getting stitch yeah yep. Juana, yeah baby jones love it yes and see there's that's another uh uh Davy Jones, a Disney character. He's a, this is uh, not even just live action. Yeah, this is a live action character. I was going to say human. I was like, it's not really human. um, (laughs) Computer animated face on on an actor, but they're taking that character and they're bringing him into the 2D world. And I think he looks awesome. Yeah. And I would, I would way prefer that rather than having a picture of the actor. Right. So, yeah. And you can add those characters in. And there's another pack that has. um, Jack Skeleton. Jack Skeleton. Yeah. And then I didn't. This is how bad I am at my Disney trivia. I didn't recognize the other two characters on that box. I knew the one. There, there was um, um, the one that looked like a big skeleton head. I didn't know that, but what you didn't know, Jack Skeleton? No, not Jack Skeleton. Oh. The one who okay, not the a skeleton guy. head. The one with the corns. Oh and stuff. yeah, he's from the uh, the sword or yeah, I think the, it, the something sword. I think, yeah, and we it's just an older older movie. sword in the stone. Not the sword no. in the stone. We just watched it. I was like, oh, I've never seen this one. Oh, I can't remember and what it's called. We watched it and I don't even I don't know if we finished it yet, but it was and I think that's where he's and the from. other the other character was uh the uh the Rapunzel's mom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. From, uh, Tangled. Entangled. Yeah. That's where it was. Yeah, that's exactly who it was. Yeah. Her uh the witch from the witch, yeah. From yeah, from that, Tangled. Uh, is pretending to be Rapunzel's mom or whatever. Yeah. She's yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna be great. But they have an infinite what seems like an infinite oh, amount yeah. of characters that they can Absolutely. bring into this game. I can't imagine how full this box is going to get with these character decks. <laughs> yeah. Actually. And you know, what's really interesting is that because of what Disney has done and the IPs that Disney owns, they could add in, you know, Spider-Man. A Marvel box. They could hundred percent. They could. Right. Yeah, they could put Star in Star Wars box, Star Wars characters, yeah. Marvel characters. They could do anything they want with all these IPs. I think it might be the bad guy from the Black Cauldron. The Black Cauldron. That's what it is. It's from 1985. Yes. Like it's an old one. 
Yeah. I saw that as a kid. It gave me nightmares. Yeah, yes. it was frightening. Yes. It was, it was cra- very it was crazy. Crazy. Yeah. But I think, um, but I like that they're not also like in the in the course that they give you pretty pretty newer basic kind of ones newer like i say fantasia that's not new but um but then in the 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 new expansions right they've got like yeah from the black cauldron not the typical mainstream ones that you would think of right now mm-hmm. so you can kind of have like even grandparents who might have been like wow i remember watching that one yep. and you know i'll play that guy or you know that kind of thing so like you said ryan it's infinite they have so that's many cool. options like it's great I mean, having Demona as a character, yeah. that, was a, that, that one seemed like way out of left field. Absolutely. Because I'm like, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Gargoyles is a Disney property. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even put the two together, but they right. could, they could get like, uh, I think did, Disney did gummy bears, didn't they? No. No. Ah, dang. Or did they? I, <laughs> I like gummy, gummy bears. I don't know. Now, now I'm second guessing myself. Everywhere. <laughs> But I mean, they could have, anybody, they could have Scrooge. I just got that other. I'm a gummy bear. Oh. <laughs> I'm a gummy bear. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, I so, heard that for the first time at the kids' carnival at school, and I was like, <laughs> "What is this song?" And they're going nuts. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I digress. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I think we can call this game um, recommended by yes. the panel here on the Maple Dungeon for pretty much anybody that's interested in Disney, honestly. So if you like any of these characters, it's game's probably worth your time. But I think that brings us to the end of an episode. That's going to be our, probably our longest episode ever. I think so. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, been well worthwhile. And we would just love to thank Ryan for uh, joining Yay! us as the very first guest on the Meeple Dungeon podcast. Um, yeah, thank thanks you. again for coming, Ryan. Thank you for having me on i know this was kind of like a spur of the last moment type <laughs> thing but i and really because i also have received um disney sorcerer the uh, sorcerer arena yes. as a review copy from the op as well so i thought hey if you're going to be talking about it can i just come and share some totally. thoughts too i'm going to be having a video coming out within probably the next couple of weeks um about it so awesome. I'll, I'll probably re- reflect many of the same thoughts that were expressed here. <laughs> so I will go also, I'll be going through a full um, components unboxing and also a full how to play nice. uh, right on. segment um, as well. Good. So we on that note, to, uh, yeah, let, uh, let everybody know again where they can find you and all that good stuff. Sure. It is all on YouTube. Just search up Mr. Rouse gaming rants and reviews. And if I get a few more subscribers, I can actually give you the actual URL rather than the random <laughs> numbers and letters. I can actually get the custom <laughs> URL. That's been my goal. I just want yeah. to get to the 100 subscribers so I get the custom URL and then my life is complete. Nice. <laughs> Ryan doesn't have to read out the URL again. colon slash slash. If you're listening to this, go there right now, subscribe and get him there. Right. He deserves it. Yeah, um, every every week it's getting a little bit closer. It's been inching a little bit closer. Actually, I was just online right now. I was just, I'm uploading another video currently, and I got I gained a subscriber during Yay! this. Episode, <laughs> Perfect. Um, awesome. as we were recording, so I'm I'm only four away. Now. <laughs> Come on, it. everyone, let's make this happen yeah, for him. Let's, let's get him. Right? I'm gonna go create. I'm gonna go create myself four fake accounts and. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's one way of doing it, I guess. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm way too lazy to do something like 
excellent because because those ones are just going to get taken over by like russian bots at some point <laughs> yeah exactly like that <laughs> but well, yeah and i'm also all on the social medias to um twitter facebook the insta snap thing majigger whatever they call it <laughs> i'm not on the tickety talk though i'm not on that one well, nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. i don't understand how it works neither do i well <laughs> <Neither do> <sighs> yes it's been a pleasure having you here ryan thanks again for joining us and uh we'll have you back absolutely um we'll find another game out there that we'll both have and we'll we'll do it again the same kind of way yeah we'll probably um, do marvel champions yeah, yeah, totally. We love that. We oh, love. We that. have to get caught up on that. We so have so good. much to do with our oh, yeah. champions. We're behind. Oh my goodness! I know. But um, yeah, thanks again for being here. I think we're going to call that an episode. So you can find us on Twitter at Meeple Dungeon on YouTube, the Meeple Dungeon, and if you'd like to contact us, you can uh, find us. Our email is themeepledungeon at gmail dot com, and uh, yeah, we'll be recording episode thirty seven hopefully this weekend. So we're going to get a couple episodes back to back, you know, within within one week. I'm going to say so. We've said it before, but we mean. But it we're this actually going to do it. We're actually going to do it. Okay, <laughs> so regardless, I mean, my voice isn't going to get worse, so we'll just we'll just keep going. It'll get better, slightly better every day. But yeah, I think that'll be. Uh, That'll we be the episode. Gotta, uh, we just got to get get you some auto-tune. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, thanks again, Ryan, for being here. And uh, we will uh, see y'all next week. Have a great week, everyone. All right, cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.